funded by an anonymous mega donor. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by The Squad. Whether you like it or not, you are currently benefiting from years of relentless hard work put forth by The Squad to bring equality and justice to all corners of this league. Given the corrupt, abusive decisions imposed on this league by its dictator and his group of cronies, league mates Tyler Rasmussen, Aaron Babasol-Lucas, and Ryan Niebergi have risen to the occasion to fight for you. So on a week as glorious as this one, with NFL football less than 48 hours away, reflect on how fortunate we all are to have this league and take a minute out of your day to think these brave men who stand in harm's way to guarantee us another successful fantasy football season. God bless you all, and God bless the United States of America. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. All right, everybody. Welcome to the final podcast before the season kicks off. Truly the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, summer wrapping up real quick. Labor Day is over. That's the official end of the summer. And uh, we're all back in town. I think everybody is pretty well geared up. God knows we have waited long enough. Um, the injuries are, knock on wood, hopefully pretty well done uh, before week one. Um, most of us came out pretty good. Uh, few exceptions, obviously. A couple trades this week, uh, myself included. A um, couple waiver wire picks. Troy did get the waiver wire uh, hammered out and the correct order set up. Thank you for that, Commissioner. So let's just hope that uh, ESPN takes care of their part. Uh, we'll just have to watch it. I'm sure it'll be okay. But welcome in. Uh, we do have uh, my guest or not my guest, my co-host here with me, my faithful co-host. What's up, everybody? I am ready for this week. I'm so excited. It has been a long month since our draft. A lot is one month. Some teams have changed dramatically. Some teams still look exactly the exact same, um, and uh, which I, is crazy to think about. It is. We have. An entire, probably almost 30 days go by, and some people just believe that their draft was so good that they didn't need to make a single change. Well, and that just, I mean, think about those teams. Think about the guys that have those teams. Isn't it the, well, Sam made a trade. I was going to say Slew Crew, but Sam did make a trade. Sam did make a trade. Well, uh, Sam, Sam was gifted. He was gifted, but he did. He at least, he saw the opportunity and took it. He, he was able to accept a trade. I feel like if that had been Neebs, he still just on principle would have declined yes. that trade from Gerke. Yeah, he would, uh, he'd have done the well. Zoner, uh... Zoner, I don't, I honestly, Zoner has made what one trade in the 
five, six years of our league history. I honestly don't remember more than one trade that Sonner has Which, made. Which, along the same lines, was Razzy basically gifting him uh, an, an amazing Right, trade. exactly, yeah. exactly. So, uh, But you know who you are, Neebs, and I, I'm honestly just – I'm baffled that he hasn't made a single move. He, no. he is in complete denial about his running backs. Uh, it, it, the depth at running back is just so non-existent for him. And Zahn, I guess, has – he drafted – he got his guys apparently because he hasn't made a single move. I, I'm not. I haven't gotten a trade offer. I don't know has everybody? Has Wilson? Wilson hasn't traded. Uh, no, Wilson has not traded. I mean, there was talks early on at the draft, but uh, and no trade has gone down. I've had, Babs has traded. Babs has. Yes, Babs traded. has traded. Yeah, Babs traded. Uh, I don't remember that trade. What was it? No, he traded. Um, what did he trade? Oh, the uh, Mixon. Duh. Oh. Of course. You're part of it. Of course. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Uh, that that margarita hit a little hard, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think everybody's been involved in a trade besides Zoner, Neebs, and Wilson, right? We, um, Lord knows Troy has been involved in a trade. Troy's team Troy's is been completely different. Once he got two guys that he drafted starting. Uh, yeah. Same with you. Your team well, is pretty yeah, different. I, I have made the most trades in this league so far. Uh, I'm definitely on the top of that. I've had three, I think. I've had one with Babs. I've had one with you. I had one with Troy. So I've had three trades so far to make the team I have now. Um, well, yeah, keep them pouring in. I mean, I, I, I got a feeling that it's probably over. The trading's probably over with before the first week. I. I think that after week one, there's going to be quite a few offers for quite a few players, and Neebs will realize how much trouble he's in at running back and maybe deal one of those high-profile wide receivers. I don't know. I know after He's week- very stubborn. He will – and that's going to get him in man. trouble, honestly, is just being so like – you know, I don't think that anyone that is so stubborn about, nope, my guys are the best, I'm not – I don't care, not trading, not trading, that never bodes well. You, 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 there's so little leeway for you. That you know what you you have so much pride that you you stick to these guys longer than you should. You deny the fact that there's a problem whatsoever, and that gets you into hot water. And we know for a fact that Neebs finished behind the last place finisher last year after the playoff tournament. Uh, and while we are on the subject of the last place finisher of last year, we do have a special in-studio guest again this week, and we're going to let you tell him, Tell we're going to let him tell you who he is. It is the owner and operator of Babs Live Barbecue. That's right. Uh, Babs is back for a second week in a row. Welcome Uh, back, Babs. Welcome back. Uh, You know what? You know, I figure the more the merrier, and you guys have the uh, best ball draft going live here shortly, so... I knew it would be too hectic to do a caller uh, because of the best ball, and then we've got the recording and everything going down, so that would have just been too much technology to interweave. But uh, So uh, it uh, it came down to having another in-studio guest. Babs was more than willing to make it down here. We're grateful for that, and the more the merrier. So uh, we're going to get into some stuff there. Best ball trade kicks off here at 7.30, so... Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit when that gets going and see what these guys are thinking at their positions in the best ball draft. That'll be kind of fun, yeah. uh, leading up into 
our kickoff. Which you didn't you didn't want to be in the best ball draft. I did not. Uh, again, I think everyone else in the league's in it. I'm the only one that yeah. is not in it. And yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I, I you know I'm not gonna lie. I have a little bit of FOMO on it because, <laughs> I, you know, I love the game as much as anyone does. I just – I've had years before where I'm in multiple leagues, and I find myself on Sunday, like, you know, cheering for one – you know, I got guys in one league that are playing against guys from the other league, and it's like, well, son of a bitch. And then, you know, I'll inevitably, like, if I win the the my matchup in one league, I lose my matchup in the other league, and it's like it just, it just cancels out. So – I get it. More football always is a good thing, but for me personally, I just I really like to stick to the one thing, and then like all the waiver. I get it, best ball. You don't have to do waiver moves, whatever you know. But I just really like to stick to the one league. Um, but I will watch with a uh, very interested eye, and we will see how the best ball goes. I'm I am, I am interested, and I uh, I wish luck to everybody in that league besides Neebs. <laughs> Babs, have you ever done best ball? Uh, no, I haven't. No, it's the first time. But I agree with Doss. Like, I I don't really like being in two different leagues, but being that it's best ball, I'm okay with it because I'm not going to care about it. Once the draft's over, you don't care about it. If I win, I win. Yeah. If I lose, I lose. No ass tat, no gauntlet. Yes. I was, I was actually telling Doss that today. I was, like, sitting there. I was just like, you know what? I am just so happy that I get to draft tonight and like I could just freedom, like complete freedom. I don't have to worry about like if I get last place, I'm gonna have to get an ass tattoo, which is honestly, and I've talked about it in our podcast before our draft, everything like that really changes the dynamic of a draft. It's not, you're not trying to just win. You're trying also not to lose. And you know, maybe there's some sort of philosophy to that, some sort of yin yang type of shit where like if, you know, if you don't try to soar for the stars, you'll never fucking hit the moon, you know, type of a thing. But at the end of the day, it changes it. And I'm just so excited that I just get to have a just a fun draft. I'm looking forward to just a draft where I don't – like I said, there's no real repercussions to this. If I lose, I lose. Yeah, 12, 12, 12 teams, 12 20, teams. 23 rounds. You're going to get some deep rounds. cuts. That's pretty wild. Yeah, there are. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you mocked. I, I mocked a couple times, and it gets deep. It gets. It doesn't get so deep that there's names I don't know, but it, man, it does get real deep, and it's will, honestly fun because you're like, man, these, some these of these guys the, could pop off. I will make a prediction tonight, and my prediction for the best ball draft is that Byron Pringle gets drafted. <laughs> oh, he'll definitely get drafted. <laughs> oh yeah, I plan on drafting. Okay, we got a late round sleeper right there, courtesy of Babs. We're here and 35. Jody Fortson. Jody Fortson. Jody Fortson. Who's he? Jody Fortson. Who's he, he playing? He's the Chiefs' fourth-string tight end. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I probably what? won't be drafting him, but seventeenth uh, round, probably. Maybe. No, Razzie's taking him for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, don't get me wrong. I have a little bit of FOMO, but I'm not too butt hurt. I, you know, I, I, I've got plenty of. Uh, I invest plenty into this league, and it keeps me plenty busy. So, um. I will uh, keep a watchful eye and, uh, again, look forward to it. Wish all you guys the best of luck. Looking forward to your guys' little draft here. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, um, yeah, I guess we'll move on with our show. Oh, real quick, before you touched on uh, the tattoo. And it, it, I just want to go a little further into it because the tattoo is what makes this league great. Agreed. It's not just, you know, I, I understand we want to increase the uh, the pot every year, the buy-in, which I'm for, you know, we're, we're all grown up. I, I'm, I am, I'm, I agree you should get 
rewarded more if you win. But the thing that makes this league great is the goddamn tattoo because, you know, obviously it not only keeps guys engaged and stuff like that, but it really becomes like, I don't know, it's like a whole different type of league. Like the ser- the the weight of the league is so much heavier than anything else because the punishment is there. I think it just makes such a big difference. It completely changes the feel of the whole league. Um, you never lose interest. You never get to a point where it's like, oh, man, I'm like – three and eight, man, this fucking blows. No, it never gets to that because you're always in a battle. Even if it's a battle to not lose, you're still in a battle there. Every game is still meaningful. Uh, love, love, love the tattoo. And I realized that, you know, people want to get rid of it after 10 years or whatever. And that's cool. But just so long as we keep a very potent punishment for, for last place. Absolutely. I a hundred percent agree. I mean, um, yes, I agree that we should increase, the winnings. We're grown-ups. We all make decent money. Uh, and Razzie made an argument a long time ago that I think I agree with. You know, the uh, the ratio between, like, how much you win versus a tattoo is not exactly there. You know, like, anyone – some people would pay $1,000 to not have to get a tattoo, let alone winning it uh, just as a – just as a consequence of winning. Right. You know, so I definitely agree. Um, but I do hope that we always have like a punishment that is, like you said, that, that people don't want so bad that they, um, will say engaged because I listen, you and I, we're on websites, we're on forums, Babs. I know you're on forums. The first thing that people say about their leagues when it's dead is like, it's because there's no engagement or like people check out, right? It's, in bad drafts, like we don't have theoretically, yes, we make fun of people for ha- drafts that are like they reach on players, and we do have that, but we don't have the type of drafts I see online where people are getting these stud teams. I'm like, who are you playing with? Like, like Razzie doesn't know his players, sure, but at least he's got this UDK that like keeps him into it. You know, I mean, you hear these teams, and you're like, what kind of powder puffed league are you in? that uh, you're getting these type of players. Which apparently is what you did on Reddit. <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, well, I mean, my Dynasty League that I joined, which honestly is not even in the forefront of my mind at all, obviously. But it was fun in the offseason. I mean, I still have it. I'll play it. It's whatever. But I will say, I mean, I definitely think it's good for the offseason to be in a Dynasty League. Uh, Babs, what do you think about the tattoo in our uh, league with it? Yeah, unique no. perspective here. Yeah, yeah let, t- talk us Listen, to us about it's. Uh, it is a little bit degrading as it should be, for sure. Uh, but um, it's just enough, like to where it's still like, it's it's not bad, but it's bad. Can and I uh, also depending on what you get? Like the tattoos yeah. so far have not been that big of a deal. When you no. get into like no. someone has, oh please tread on me or. <laughs> You know, Hillary, or that's going to be... Isn't it so... That's the crazy part, is that nobody has gotten anything except for AFC West team logos. Yeah. That's... What are the fucking odds? Well, um, yeah, I mean, that obviously says a lot. Like, the people who've had to get them. But what... um, They just... They got these pretty basic tattoos, which are like, they suck, but I mean, it's not world-ending. But um, does having the tattoo... How do you feel about like coming in last now that you have the gauntlet or the tattoo? Uh, like which one I would choose? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, do you it, feel do you feel less pressure because you know that at the end of the day, like, no, if the tattoo is terrible, you can do the gauntlet? Yeah. I mean, there's, I feel like there's definitely a little less pressure. Uh, 
But I, I mean, I for sure don't want to get last again. Okay. So. And I know we're on the topic, and I, I just don't think we've really been able to hash this out because I, listen, I've only been in the league for two seasons. I have been in the tattoo race, and I know how uh, nerve wracking those. Oh, it's very nerve wracking. Those, those final weeks can be. Yeah. What was it like when you were like when we, it was getting down to the final couple weeks? I, it seemed like you accepted your fate around like one to two weeks, but I mean, what what would it feel like when you're I, in that position? Yeah, no, I um, I tried to make every move possible, and I think I said this last week. No one sends very. Uh, um, no one says trades that are very good to me. I put my own, okay. I put my own okay. target on my back, so I get that. And no one wants to see a trade come across with them attached to it. Well, to don't name. don't feel too hey, personal. That's how I, I feel. don't. I don't think anybody sends very good trades to anyone but, unless you're Gurky or someone. Yeah. No shit. But yeah, yeah. Or Sam. Or Sam. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean it, it's 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 not a good place to be for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think. Um, yeah, it just didn't work out in my favor. I mean, I knew I had a the bad... group chat is just lighting you up oh, constantly. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, well, you know, I feed off of that, but I there's there's no there's no rest from it. No, you no, know. no, it's uh, you're constantly trying to make a move. You know, I mean, at one point, like I was first in waivers, and I picked up um, oh, who did I pick up? Oh, Duke Johnson. Uh, uh, right oh, at the yeah. end of the season, when David wait, wait, Johnson wait, wait, went wait, down. Wait, 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 was. I remember that, and yeah. didn't didn't he he had a good game, but then he had a game where he threw so, the ball like he had a like he had a they tossed it off to him, and then he threw a bomb to Will Fuller. Yeah. You were playing Gurky. yeah. So so he that. had so David Johnson went like went out in like the I think the middle beginning or the middle of the game the week before. Right, I got him on waivers, and Duke Johnson went off. I mean, he had like fourteen points, fifteen points would have definitely helped out my team. Right, and then I picked him up on waivers, and he scored like six the next two weeks. And he was starting; he was supposed to be getting like twenty-five carries a game. I swear, I swear, there was a game where you had him and you started him, and he scored like the first touchdown. He ran it in; it was looking good. Yeah, but then Will Fuller took a bomb, and then there was a play where it, I think he was supposed to like run it into the end zone or run it out of bounds, whatever. But he threw it. They like sidelined him because he threw it, and it, he ended up throwing it to Will Fuller, who ended up was on Gurky's team. And I think you were playing him, if I remember that it's, right. I just think that if I, I may have been drunk, but I think I remember that right. Oh, you were drunk, <laughs> and and they benched him because he wasn't supposed to do that. And I was like, oh, yeah. that was insult. That was so um, much insult. If you find yourself picking up players like Le'Veon Bell, who you think's gonna be part of the Chiefs' offense, and uh, you know, he didn't uh, – I think he had, like, 12 carries in the whole season. Didn't so. shit. It's like, um, you know, I mean, it just happens to be you, – you're stretching and reaching as for something that will hit. And not everybody gets Mike Davis falls in her lap or <laughs> or uh, who was the other big one? No last shit. Year? Oh, Justin Jefferson. Justin oh, Jefferson. You know what? You know, I'll so. tell you, I was – I mean – those two could. I mean, we talk about that. We talk about like who people picked up. I picked up Jefferson. I also picked up Claypool, and I was close to the bottom three. So you know, I know that he was a uh, a good pickup. But even that, you know, I mean, maybe that just says something about my team I had. But um, being the first waiver priority doesn't mean you're always going to be um, saved at the end of the day. KT, were you a playoff team last year? I was not. It was my first year in the league, not being in the playoffs. Oh, that's right, because you were a playoff team your first year. Well, yes. So you've made it to the playoffs 50% of your time in the league. Correct. I've only missed the playoffs once. I want the record to say that I've only missed the playoffs one time. Well, that's a true fact. Um, yeah, I uh, 
uh, it's just fun to remember back to some of the waiver wire picks up from pickups from last year. And it just goes to illustrate like, you know, right now we're already talking about how thin the waiver wire is, but think about at the end of the year, you're picking up guys like Duke Johnson off of the fucking waiver wire. Like it's as thin as it is now, it's only going to get thinner. And by the end of the year, man, it is, Which is just why I don't, bare. I don't understand the idea of like expanding the bench. Like I think, I think, um, up front, we all would say we want an extra bench, right? Like, we want to have an extra bench so we can stash that one extra player at the draft or whatever. But honestly, when you're in the middle of the season, like, everything is just – it's fucking desert dry. It's not good for a competitive league. It's no. Because we talk about you don't win your your league at the draft. And I, I agree with that. You don't win it at the draft. But when you allow so many players to get drafted – and we're in a 10-team league. When you allow so many players to get drafted – I mean, it's too dry that you basically almost do win it, except for a few exceptions. I think we could maybe hit, we could probably put five people from last year who were worth the waiver wire that made a huge difference. I don't know. I just feel like adding another bench is just not the way to go. I don't. We've talked about it. What do you guys? Think? Well, what you what you end up doing is is flipping your best player for two players that will keep you afloat and keep you out of the tat. When yeah. you, when you get a major injury, a season ending injury. That's what people are going to end up doing is they're going to flip your what I Calvin Ridley yeah. for for two a wide receiver one and wide you know, or wide receiver two and a running back two just to keep you afloat. Sure, you know. Yeah, and, I will say two years ago when I lost Saquon early on, I traded uh, Chris Carson and Mike Evans to Troy for Gurley, Carlos Hyde, and a receiver. Um, so I basically traded like two quality players for three like mid level because that's when Gurley was still decent and Carlos Hyde had a thousand yards rushing that year for the Texans, um, and didn't work out great. That's like the lowest I've ever finished. I was like in the tat conversation for a little while. Uh, by the end of it, I wasn't really worried about the tat, but I still was at a, a certain point in uh, in the bottom of the league. And so then next the following year, I was like, okay, if something happens to my number one pick, do not tilt, do not trade like a couple decent guys for like more depth, but guys that aren't as quite as good. You know, I was like, okay, don't do that. Do not, do not tilt, do not do that. And I didn't, I sad to say CMC stayed on my team the entire year. <laughs> he never got traded. I tried at the end, but he, he stayed on my team the whole time, but by not tilting, Hey, again, I've said it a million times. You'll never hear me stop saying it. I still, even with CMC, my number one pick being out for the season, I was five points away from the championship game. I was in the final four. I lost his honor by five points. And if you remember, it was the night that Deontay Johnson was playing. They were playing. Uh, I forget who they were playing. It was like the Browns or someone. And he was just being fed. And I kept. I was I down by. Sure. Dude, I, I was down sure. by like twenty or like twenty-five points. His honor, and all that was left was my Deontay to play. And. Ben is just feeding him and feeding him and fe- it gets down to where he's only like 10 points away. Then Deontay catches a big one and it's like, okay, I only need five points and there's like 10 minutes left in this game. I've got this. I'm in the championship. And then Deontay gets hurt. It goes off the field, doesn't come back on the field until like two minutes left in the game yep. and doesn't get targeted again. So oh. I was that damn close even after losing CMC to season ending injury. So we don't ready? tilt too hard. Are we ready for that heart? beating moment are we ready for those moments like where you were just stressing out like you were seeing the fourth quarter clock chime down and you're like my receiver is at four points or my receiver is within five points of winning but can we get another catch man are we ready for that 
it's the Monday nights when you. No, uh, that's the, the Monday nights. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. The, here's the best. This is the best that your fantasy season will ever be. It's Monday night. Your matchup is done. You have no one left. The person you're playing has no one left. You've won. You've won your week. But you get a watch as somebody else's matchup is decided by one player. As long as it's not you that's in that, that is the best. Because you can just sit there, no worries, and watch as you need fucking Marquise Hollywood Brown. Someone else needs him to get 20 points. (laughs) And you can sit there with no horse in the race and just relax. And that that is peak fantasy football right there. That's as good as it gets. That is. It is hard to argue that that is, that is definitely peak when you've won and you get to watch other people. But let me ask you this. It's Monday night, and you're done, and your opponent still has someone That's the worst. Play. That is the worst. Do you, I would way rather be the guy that I, I'm, I'm. my opponent is done, and I have one guy left to yes. play. I would way rather that than be the guy that feels helpless like he's done and he's playing against a guy with one player left on Monday Night Football. Do you watch the game? Do you watch yeah. that? Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. You always – if you've got a horse in the race, you've got – I mean, you watch Monday Night Football regardless. But if you have a horse in the race, even if it's the guy you're playing has the horse and your horses are all done, you have to – you you, watch, you have to watch. One, you of have the, to. one of the most entertaining moments last year was um, when we all figured out the running uh, – the rushing yard scoring faux pas. Oh, yeah. It was that rainy game. I was it was me. It yeah. was he Razzie was playing. It was me. that rainy game in Baltimore. I lost. It, I turned it off. Someone would have lost. Yeah. I, right? it no, was me. He would have lost if it was yeah. the scoring this he year. Lost if it was this and Razzie's in there and and Lamar had like a four yard like he like he he was down like big and all of a sudden Lamar went off in like the third, yeah, fourth that's quarter. Right. Yeah. And then Lamar lost like four yards. And then had incomplete passes the rest of the game. Yeah, and it was a torrential fucking hurricane. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was, it was bad. drenching it. And I'm going to tell you this, guys. I, I, It gets to me so bad, I can't watch. So I, I'm going to give you three examples. One was – I remember you saying you turned that one off. One week I played uh, Troy. I, I was up by like 15 points. He had Brandon Cooks and a defense left. So he automatically got 10 points from the defense. We needed like five points from Brandon Cooks. I survived that Monday playing Red Dead Redemption 2. I was so nervous. I just kept and, – and you see the phone blowing up because the group chat people are fucking like, oh. I'm not going to look. And you're just seeing it. You look at your phone, you get the eye, and you're like, oh, fuck that. The second was uh, – uh, uh, okay, so this is one where I like – it's it makes me never want to watch. It was last year. I was up 35 points at all – I was up 35 points, and Slick had Tyler Lockett left. I left. I left Troy's, and Doss was like, you've got nothing to worry about. You're up 37 points or whatever, and Troy's like, yeah, you've won. I swear to God, at halftime, he was within two points. And I turned it off. I knew I was fucking. Which tough. was also the game. He scored uh, like 45. He, yeah, scored, he scored 45, yeah, he fucking went off. and he had 200 yards receiving. Which is uh, another point. That's another point. Yeah. And, 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 you Dude, know. He threw. He threw like the most unbelievable. With like five seconds left in the half, he threw the bomb in the end zone and Lockett caught it. I just, I was like, I've never felt more uh, personally attacked in my life. Uh, no, Babs, you are correct about the. I get it. So your your wide receiver scores a hundred, or your wide receiver goes for two hundred yards. Instead of getting both bonuses, the three points for what one hundred, and then five points for two hundred. The 200 points, the bonus, is, is that the 200-yard bonus, it, it negates it. Right, yeah. exactly, which 
isn't quite as bad as the one where the quarterback no. would lose points if no. he threw it, for I, yeah. It's not I, I realize it's it's probably likely to never happen, even though it happened twice sure. last year. Sure. But like. I don't think anybody would disagree with the situation. We, no, and, but the point is Troy did make – I mean, he did say go through the rules and look. And to be fair, I did go through the rules, and I did not catch that. I looked at, like, everything. and I, it, Everything else is 3-5, and wide receivers is 3-3 for some reason. Yeah. I think we all agree. It's like whatever – like, award your player the most possible points for balling out. And, I mean, I think you, what you found, Babs, was a valid – Argument, it's just it'll be changed. Next no, year. it'll be it changed next changed. year. I already I showed it on the group chat. I've it already... doesn't actively negate points from any player. Now, yes, no. is there a a world where you could be losing by you know two points and your wide receiver goes for that many yards yeah. and you lose by that not being changed? Sure, but we're all playing with that same rule, so uh, everyone's aware of it, and it's not a big like I said, not a big deal compared to no. last year. Um, So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a little break uh, and then we will get right back into it, into the meat of the pod. So uh, bear with us, everyone. We will be right back. Everybody, welcome back to the jungle. Um, we are we're gonna move on to a little bit of the meat and potatoes of the pod here. Um, as uh, we these guys are gearing up for the best ball draft that starts here in like ten minutes, so if there's a little bit of an interruption, I uh, do apologize, but I think we'll be okay. I think they've got everything all set up, ready to go. We got our phones, um, which is. You know, wonderful modern technology we have. We can draft on our phones in a basement. It's pretty crazy. And podcasts. And podcasts. And podcasts at the same, at the same time. time. Uh, yeah, so for this episode, obviously, we got the season right here. We are so goddamn ready for it. Oh, my um, God. And we are going to talk a little bit about matchups. Uh, might be a little awkward on the first one because Babs and I play against each other. <laughs> uh, should but, save that for last. Oh, you probably should. We can save that one for Listen, last. I'll be in the middle. I'll referee here. <laughs> yeah. The things we we're, we got Babs on one side of the table, Doss is on the other. So uh, I actually I think you'll be a little bit surprised, but um, yeah, we'll we'll save that one for the end. Uh, but what we're gonna do is this, and I did, I wrote this up kind of by myself. So obviously, I want to uh, get input from these guys too. As we're going through each of these matchups. Um, and so what I want to do for each team, I want to go through each matchup, obviously. And I want to say each team's start of the week, each team's, well, not start of the week, each team's star of the week. So who obviously kind of you could say the same thing, but who I think will be, uh, you know, score the most, be the MVP of each team. Uh, then we'll talk about the bust of the week for each team. Yep. Uh, then... Uh, Will he or won't he? And that is referring to will he or will he not sub in a player that he currently has on his bench 
for a player that is in his active roster right now. Got it. Um, and then finally, we will wrap it up with who we think wins and loses matchup. Uh, that matchup. So after we've gone through all that, at the very end, we will talk about a few things. Number one, uh, who we think will be the lowest scoring team of the week. Oh. Who we think will be the highest scoring team of the week. Uh, our upset pick of the week and who we think wins the weekly challenge, which is who we think has the highest scoring player of anyone in fantasy uh, this week. Fair enough. Uh, so we'll wrap it up with that. Um, but to start, since we're, we're not going to do me and Babs first, we'll wait a little bit on that one. Um, we'll go ahead and start with uh, a slew crew matchup here, Neebs versus Sam. Oh, a matchup in the trenches. Uh, Neebs and Sam, in which Neebs changed his name again to Hero Running Back for the win. Neebs. <laughs> Neebs. Uh, he's changed his logo for the third time. Uh, this is a slooker matchup. You know there's got to be some cigarettes involved in this deal. Uh, definitely the winner probably owes the other some Marlboro lights. <laughs> some Marlboro reds. <laughs> no, I mean, nah, they're, they're growing up. There's probably some lights in their in – their, uh, uh, I hope crew. so. Maybe I, some Winstons. I think uh, I saw uh, Swan at the wedding. I think he was still ripping the filters off before he oh smoked my, his. Oh, God. I forgot about seeing – uh, Swan. I mean, that's that should tell you everything about the wedding to me. But man, it hasn't yeah. changed a bit. Man, it's so weird seeing his old lady. Ah, fuck. I don't even remember meeting her, but I was so excited to meet her because she is his literal old lady, and I I don't remember meeting her. At it all. was very weird. I've met her a few times now. She seems nice enough. It's just like it visually is hard to get by. It's like this. He's this is his mom. Like he's here with <laughs> his mom. Like that's not his girlfriend. She like, could have been his mom. Twenty years older, I think, is what people said. Oh man, I bet that. Um, that I'm, must be some wild poontang. Yeah, I'm glad you around. said it. Uh, I can only imagine what that must. <laughs> Robert Kennedy fucking took a round on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can only imagine what what that would uh, what that would. This is what we used to do like. at Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, can you even? I I, I can't even. I cannot even picture it. She was definitely at uh, Van Halen's first concert ever. <laughs> I mean, come on! Uh, and she was still old then. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, she's nice enough. We, we won't go too far into that. I guess we've already talked about uh, her poontang, so <laughs> that is enough. Um, but uh, let's get into it here. Uh, we're looking at a slew crew matchup. I almost made this one my matchup of the week, but I honestly think that that it's not going to be that close. Um, and I was only going to make a matchup of the week because strictly because it's Slew Crew playing each other. Uh, but so let's start with we'll start with Neebs's team, and we'll start with uh, Neebs's star of the week. So what player is going to? score the most for Neebs' team. And now, you don't necessarily have to say what player is going to score the most, but it can be like, you know, obviously Aaron Rodgers has like a baseline of like 20. So if he has right. like a guy that's going to basically outscore his projection. Right. So uh, who do you think uh, Neebs' star of the week is here looking at Neebs' lineup? I'm going to um, – I think I'm going to look at his receivers here. And Calvin Ridley versus uh, the Eagles and then DK. I, I mean – I think I'm going to go ahead and go Ridley on this one against a, a soft Eagles um, secondary. Um, they do have the – I forget his name already. Uh, the secondary – the corner safety for the Eagles. Um, 
I don't know, but he's pretty good. But I think Ridley will probably be his player that stands out this week. It's funny you say that. I also have Ridley. Yeah. As Neves' yeah. start of the week. I think it could be Ridley, or it's probably going to be Ridley, Dark Horse, Waller. Waller, Waller against, against the Ravens. They have a lot of, I mean, I feel like Derek Carr always finds a way to get him the ball. And he sure. probably could have a touchdown, probably likely to have a touchdown. So Yeah, very possible. Waller is uh, Slayton. Darius Slayton. That's who I was thinking of for the Eagles. No, that's a receiver. Is it? Yeah. Uh no, oh, Steve it. Slayton maybe no no Darius Slayton Slayton is a receiver right? he is well he plays thinking of Darius Slay Slay yes. that's it yeah you were you had it in there it was a mishmash I'm sure people are gonna that was the good laugh at that one that's almost as bad as Drew's Jamis <laughs> no that's not as bad as Jamis or who was the other one oh fuck he was the Tyler Efert Efert Tyler Efert his Eifert. name his actual name was Efert and he called him Efert every time so instead of correcting him we just over at Troy's house we would just Called Jameis Jamis and Eifert Eifert. You just see, you just hear him breathing oh. heavily on the couch. Oh man, Drew was the worst. Or I, you know, Drew's not a bad guy, but he was just so annoying because he knows so little about football and he talked the most about it. And he would talk about like all of his obscure leagues that no one gave a shit about. And he was loud. And he was so, he loud. Was so loud. And every time he would bring food, it would be so fucking spicy that no one could eat it but him. <laughs> Uh, and then he would fall asleep on the because couch. Because he stayed up all night the right. night before. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. He would be so – he would literally be up from a 24-hour bender. So he'd be, like, super loud, raspy-voiced, and, like, he would have to get hammered drunk just to stay up. Yeah. So he was uh, – yeah, he was coming down off of a, a like, hard weekend. Like but the spiciest food. The spi- – I don't know how he did it. But anyways, okay, we, we spent too much time on it. So Neebs is uh, star of the week, likely Calvin Ridley. Babs threw in maybe a Waller. Uh, who do you think his bust of the week is? And I think we're probably all going to agree on this. Well, I think Hollywood. Oh. Uh, well, Hollywood could be, but I have Hollywood on his possibly subbed out guys uh, okay. for this young man. That makes sense. So, that makes sense. Uh, but, yeah, if he kept Hollywood in there, I'd probably say Hollywood too. But I don't believe he's going to start Hollywood Brown against uh, his own uh, Raiders defense. So, it's yes, true. Um, I think, uh, yeah – I, listen, I like this guy enough. I think I know we all give him shit, but uh, I could see him being a bust. And so I'm going to say Damien Harris. Yeah. Um, that's who I have, obviously. Everybody knows I do not like Damien Harris. I think that he's just another Patriots running back. They have four running backs they're going to use. Bill Belichick does the same thing every single year. He'll get cute around the goal line even whenever they do get down there. He's, he, You know, Tom Brady had so many quarterback sneaks at the goal line instead of just handing it off. And – uh, I, I just I, I say what you will. I think that the Patriots are going to look a little bit more this year like the Patriots with Tom Brady, obviously, than they did last year with Cam Newton. So I think they look like the traditional Patriots. And, man, every single year, even when Tom Brady was balling out, like you could not rely on not only a Patriots offensive player but wide receiver, running back, whatever. They spread the ball around so much. They have such a scheme that is fantasy unfriendly that I don't want any yeah. part of it. Uh, I fully am 100% against Damian Harris. I think that Neves will be looking for running back help. Um, and that's as far as I'll go on that. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so Harris as his bust. I will his, also mention Corey Davis. I think he will also bust. For uh, week, week one, I think he busts. Yeah, playing against – oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to have uh, – what's his face? Jeremy Chin uh, over on the defensive side. Oh, J.C. Horn, rookie, straight out of the Gamecocks out of South Carolina. Old Joe Horn's son. Yeah, he looks Little good. Little New Orleans alumni. Uh, whoop, whoop. 
well, I'm not going <laughs> to acknowledge that. Yeah, I went off uh, the rails a little there, but, but I could see Corey Davis uh, busting as well. All right, well, yeah, there's a couple for you. Uh, and then who do we think he's going to maybe sub in or out? I think he throws in Darnell Mooney last second for Marquise Hollywood Brown. No, I think he puts Pittman in. I bet he throws Pittman. Pittman? In there. Uh, I didn't even think about that. That's that's very good uh, possibilities. Well, you know, you know what, Philip Lindsay? I get, nah. Well, it's against Jacksonville. He could throw Lindsay in there. Lindsay would make sense. Yeah, I don't. I they, it's a wide open room. That, I think Lindsay will win it. But that's going to depend on how the game goes with them, though. I mean, yeah, it very get, well is. They get behind, which they're likely. Which they're likely to get behind. I You're guess right. They'll just have to throw it to Brandon Cooks. Well, I don't know. I can't. <laughs> you know, I, I can't say that they're likely to get behind because they're playing Jacksonville, and I think yeah. Jacksonville's going to be ass this year. Cheeks. They're cheeks. Be they're cheeks. going to be cheeks. Okay, so there's names for you. Um, and then for Samuel Hine, I, 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 this one we might disagree on. Who do we think is his star of the week? And I already know Babs is going to disagree with me. Uh, JT, who do you think is his star of the week? We're talking uh, about Sam Hine here. Old Sam Hine. I'm going to go with his uh, second-round pick for Travis Kelsey. Star of the week, Kelsey. All right, that's a good pick. Babs, who do you think? I could see um... – Antonio Brown probably having a good week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, we think, all are on someone different for Sam. Yeah, I think Antonio Brown against Dallas's secondary could be. Could be big. Job. Everybody's really hyping up AB right now. I know you guys need to get your uh, draft started We're here. Good. We're good. Okay, I'm, cool. I've just uh, uh, I've got well, Godwin. He got put on the injured list today with like a quad injury. So of course. And Antonio Brown. Yeah, it was limited practice. I think he's still going to play, but. Antonio Brown's already on there. I think he, he has he's more likely to play. All right. Both reasonable picks. Uh, I will tell you that my pick on this was Nick Chubb. I think that Chubb is going to go Who's for play? the Chiefs. Oh, what? I think Chubb goes for 200 yards and, yeah. like, two, maybe three touchdowns. I'm going to yeah, tell you this. So it could definitely, I think he could definitely have a big game. I'm going to tell you this. I don't want to say it, but I think Kareem Hunt's going to have a better day than, no, than Chubb does. No, he's not. Look at the last game the Chiefs played against the Browns last year. Kareem Hunt had like five yards. It's going to be a high-scoring game, and if they turn, if they get down, they're going to start throwing the ball. The, 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 the and Chiefs Chubb, and Hunt is their pass catching back. Of course, well, Chubb still. It's the Chiefs linebackers are going to be hurting. We don't even have Willie Gay to start. Uh, a, rookie their a rookie will probably be starting a lot. Uh, you'll have uh, fucking Ben Neiman in there a lot. Who, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I look for Nick Chubb to absolutely well, destroy the Chiefs this week. I really, I still think the Chiefs are going to win the game by like three points. I, I think it's going to be like thirty-two to thirty-seven or thirty-two to forty-two. I think the Chiefs are going to win the game, but I think it's going to be a ton of points, and I think Nick Chubb is going to have a day. Then I will just lay it down. I think Hunt outscores Chubb week one. All right, well, you can write that one down. It is not going to come to fruition. Um, We're talking, like, players that are stepping out of, like, their ADP, essentially. Like, Uh, they're playing above or – because I would have picked Chubb over – Antonio Brown. I'm thinking like right. No, Antonio Brown's probably look. It's pretty points. loose. It's, it's just their 20. star of the week. So it, it's pretty loose. Like it's not necessarily someone that is going to like outplay their ADP. It's just someone who you think. I, I mean, you could basically just call it who you think his highest scorer is okay. going to be this week. Okay. Uh, but I basically wanted to like I don't know. No, that makes sense. It's just who do you think their star, the the MVP of their team basically is going to be. So you can use any logic you want. We're pretty loose on it here. Um, so yeah, I think 
that is, I think, Chubb. We've heard Antonio Brown and Kelsey. A lot of people on Sam's team. Uh, who do you think is Sam's bust of the week? Tyler Lockett. Easily. Easily Tyler Lockett. Easily Tyler Lockett. Well, he is very boom-bust to begin with. Um, I just, man, I... He's got uh, Colts, good defense. Yeah, I mean, good defense. But here, here I am talking about a, uh, I talk about being boomed by him one week, and then... Uh, the next, you're calling him the bust of the is, week. He though. He's a boom-bust, and I mean, I don't... It's either him or Claypool for me, but I think everyone else is pretty solid. Sure. But what do you think? Uh, Well, what I think is... I think that I, I – I would say I have Herbo. I have Justin Herbert have Herbert? As his bust of the week. Dude, he's playing the fucking Washington football team. I think Chase Young is going to have five sacks yeah, this game. He's going to toss his salad. I honestly – and there's so much hype around him. He's got so much expectation to live up to. I think that Herbo is his bust of the week. Still score, you know, 10, 12 points as a quarterback. But I I, I think it's a bust this, this week. I think it's a bust this week. In fact – Sam's quarterbacks this week might combine for less than 20 total fantasy points. Tua against New England oh. at New England week one. Well, thankfully, Stephen Gilmore is not there. I don't think it makes too big a difference. Um, so, yeah, that's what I have for Sam's bust. And then we have – oh, I didn't really see anyone that he might sub in or out. I thought, if anything, he might throw like a, a Rojo in for Claypool – uh, just because Rojo's playing against a softer Dallas defense. But, yeah, I don't know what, Tampa Bay. I think this week, I mean, I'm not trying to do everyone's homework here, but I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. I don't want to try and do everyone's homework either, just looking at it. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I, – so I'll just say, do I think he's going to sub someone or not? No, I don't. I think he's – Let's scroll down to his bench. Uh, not a lot. His bench is kind of weird, honestly. Yeah, he's got a very weird bench. Uh, I think he'll put Tony Pollard in. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, Sam has a very weird bench. I don't think that he will uh, be um, – I don't think he will be subbing anyone in. So we're going to move on now. we kind of got to uh, pick up our pace a little bit. We're, we're – we're dilly dallying yeah, a little bit too much drag. on each one. And our draft did officially start. Yeah, uh, these guys are drafting, so if they get a little bit quiet, that's okay. I'll I'll pick up the slack a little bit here, and uh, I can basically just ask them uh, their opinion on stuff. So uh, the next one, oh yeah. So who do we think is going to win or lose that matchup between Neebs or Sam? I certainly have Sam winning pretty easily. Yes, same. I think we all agree that Sam will be the. Uh, Victor this week in that matchup. So congratulations, Sam. Yep. Uh, next, we do have the matchup of the week. Uh, this one I think is going to be pretty tight. Uh, and I think that Zoner and Troy is the matchup of the week. I think that Zoner is going to have a bit of a rude awakening this week. Uh, yes, Troy is riddled by injury, but he did some moving and shaking. And I do honestly think he brought his team back to – uh, you know, competitive. And Zoner, I think, is going to have some trouble with, like, Josh Jacobs is injured. We don't know what yeah. it is. He's still – look, even earlier today when they said it was nothing, that he just wasn't practicing, they didn't say why. They didn't put a questionable on him on ESPN. He now is a questionable on ESPN. So something is going on with Josh Jacobs that they have not said. And they've brought in running backs to uh, to yeah, work who out. who they bring in? I believe Devontae Freeman. They did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Devontae yeah, Freeman worked out. Yeah, were like two out. days. It was like un, there was like no real. They also signed uh, Peyton Barber, right? Yep. They yeah. They did so, sign Peyton Barber. Uh, yep. You know, 
not only have they brought in one running back for sure, but now they're looking at a couple. Makes you wonder about Josh Jacobs, and they're pretty hush-hush about the whatever the injury might be. So uh, Zoner could be looking, and who would he throw in there at running back? I mean, you're looking at like uh, – Oh, I guess he'd move Gaskin up and then he'd throw in someone Gaskin, else. Yeah. He'd probably yeah, – because I've got on uh, Zahner's uh, sub category here that he'll probably sub Odell in for Gaskin or DJ Moore, any mix of those guys, I think. Sure. But I think he's going to put Odell in his starting lineup. Um, his star of the week I have as Devontae. Yeah, that's uh, I guess a, a weak New Orleans secondary. Hey, cheesy tiger. Marshawn Lattimore is still going to put the fucking clamps on him. Ah, uh, it's Devontae. I don't think so. And the, we got our pass rush. If there's anything that the that the Saints have, we have a decent, we have a pretty great pass rush. Cam Jordan on one side. Um, we got the new guy Barber, and we also have um, fuck Hendrickson. No, we don't. We got rid of Hendrickson. But we got a great pass rush. All right. At any rate, enough. Creaming over the Saints defense. Saints uh, I think Devontae is going to be his star. And uh, what do you do? I agree. I, I mean, it's either him or Mahomes, which is right. like, I mean, QBs. Yeah, I mean, again, in. like you can say QB in this, but obviously we all think that Patrick Mahomes is going to score a lot of points. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, I don't see a whole lot more. I think that his bust is Gaskin. Uh, and not only because, sure, people, there was the whole talk of them doing a committee. Now it sounds like more it might be just totally Gaskin's job. But, again, they're playing at New England, first game of the year against Bill Belichick. I don't think that the Dolphins score more than, like, 13 points. I honestly don't. Um, so, again, he's got Odell that I think – I think that he'll probably throw Odell in for Gaskin in this lineup, if you ask me. Yeah, we, yeah I agree with that. It's very possible. Um, so that will do it for Zion and then for Troy, uh, who is his, uh, and again, on this one, you guys aren't going to like it, but I think Troy's star of the week is going to be a quarterback. I think it's going to be Baker Mayfield. Do I think you he, really? dude, he's going to have 30 fantasy points against no. the Chiefs. I honestly think so. I honestly think so. This game, just, this game's going to be defense, so not. high scoring. Yeah. Our defense is going to be a new look like. Chris Jones is playing a different position. We, I, I mean, we've got uh, questions in the secondary. We have Willie Gay, our, you know, should be a up-and-coming linebacker. He's not even going to be playing. Tyron Matthew might be still out. I mean, he Tyron Matthew, the COVID. Yeah, That's why I'm saying, like, He's supposed this, to come back tomorrow, hopefully, if he tests negative. But This game could, could be a fucking 100 points scored. Honestly, I really think it could. And uh, that, I mean, Baker's going to throw the, I mean, Baker's going to have a shitload of points. I think that for me, that's who it is for Troy. Um, and looking at his other I guys. I think, uh, who, Washington, Dawkins, and go up to you. Oh, man, it's hard to really pin one down. I mean, I, I think uh, Keenan Allen possibly will have a game. I think Keenan Allen will probably be his best. Player. I mean, again, you're looking at the Washington, Washington defense. defense. I know, but who is their secondary? They're known for their front line. Well, of course they are. They don't honestly. Their front line is so damn good that I, Herbert be running all over the I, place again. I think Herbert is having with, a bad week. I think I agree with Dallas. Honestly, um, field argument makes sense. So, all right, we think that Baker's going to go off for Troy. So uh, speaking his, of Troy, is he about to auto pick? He's running down. Ten seconds left for Troy here. He's got Dalvin Cook. It and says AJ he's active, Brown. right? 
It does. He's oh, he picked Joe picks Joe Mixon. I, I love the vote of confidence from Troy in the third round. Wow. Let That's me say an early Joe that. Mixon. Well, let's just pick. do a real quick recap. We got uh, Troy with Dalvin Cook, AJ Brown, Joe Mixon's honor with Derrick Henry, DK Hine with Alvin Kamara and Justin Jefferson. Me with Kelsey and Najee. Uh, um, Slick with Zeke and DeAndre. Hopkins, we got Babs with Chubb and Josh Allen and Neve with Devontae Adams and Eckler. I probably missed someone in there, but that's all right. At any rate, let's get back to the matchups here. All right, so uh, we've got Troy's player of the week, I think, is Baker. Uh, And then his bust of the week to me is, and again, I think it'll still be a decent little week, but I think that it's going to be Antonio Gibson. I think he is going to disappoint a little bit because of how much everyone has been hyping up him this offseason and how much everyone is saying he's going to get the volume. I honestly think that J.D. McKissick will steal so many touches and that Antonio Gibson won't be on the field in third down on third down hardly ever. Uh, and again, playing a, a very good Chargers front line. I, I think that Antonio Gibson underwhelms a little bit this week. No, I, I'm i going to call his bus this week. I'm going to call his bus for the rest of the season. I do not believe in this guy the way that everyone else believes in him. Brandon Ayuk is his bust of the week to me. I don't believe in Ayuk as much playing as Detroit, people are dude. saying. He's playing Detroit. Yeah, that's, that's you might not thing. believe him as okay, much as Okay, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Like, who else? I mean, you've got the running backs. There's a thousand, thousand targets on that team. Uh, and I, I, who's the, their quarterback could be Garoppolo. It could be Lance. It's Garoppolo. But, dude, Brandon Ayuk was pretty fucking good last year. He was year. good because Debo was out. And, yeah, Debo could get hurt. But, I mean, and Kittle Damn, was out. Brandon, Kittle's back. <laughs> Kittle's back. Uh, uh, Samuel's back. I they got a lot of their team back. They were really hurt last year. I I don't. I like Ayuk. I do like Ayuk. I think he went way earlier than he needed to. Um, but I think he's gonna bust I, all season. So I'm gonna say he's my bust of the week. All right. There you have it. That is Troy's bust of the week. Uh, and. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the next category is the sub category. I don't think Troy's going to sub anyone in. I could, um, he won't take Gallup out. Otherwise, I could see him. I don't know who Gallup he could. Out. I don't honestly don't even know who he could but sub in. Maybe no. he's not going to play Fournette against the Cowboys. He's not going to play. No, no, even then, I don't think against the Giants D. Against the Giants D, but it's the first week. Like you don't know like yeah. how much they're going to give him. Like don't get me wrong, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold it against him too much to put Javante in, but. Again, first time he's ever played NFL football. I, I, I would be surprised if he did start him. Um, so there's Troy. So the matchup of the week, who do we think is going to win this matchup? Um, I'm going to go – can you scroll up a second real quick? Um, man, I'm going to go – I'll go Troy on this one. Really? Yeah, I'll go Troy on this one. Just because I think his honors running backs are so weak and it's – Flex is a little – I mean, D.J. Moore, it's one of three guys there. And if you guys think Baker's going to light it up, I know Russ is going to do pretty decent. So, Well, I will say, when I made this list, um, as you pick Troy to win, I had Zahner winning just by a thin margin. That's why I made this the match of the week. But now seeing that Josh Jacobs – has a weird questionable tag. I honestly don't. Man, this one's such a toss-up. I'll say if Josh Jacobs plays, I have Zoner barely eking out a win. And if he doesn't play, I think Troy wins it. I can see Troy winning that one. 
All right. Uh, next matchup we're going to move on to here involves our beloved co-host JT playing right. Tyler Lindsay's bitch Rasmussen. My projection just keeps going up for some reason. So does I swear every time I look at mine and Babs's game, his projection just keeps on creeping up. Yeah. Uh, but all right, so on time, host. We are doing okay on time. I'd probably like, take a host. No, I'd like to fit this think one we in. We can get this one in. Okay. Well, maybe we can. We'll at least yeah, get we'll one try. of the players. We'll try. Okay, so looking at J Team. Uh, player of the week. I mean, this one, I, it's a CMC. I mean, yeah. it's Christian McCaffrey against the Jets. Come that game against they're, the they're, Jets. There's no one else. There. I mean, you. It, it's the number one player in football against the Jets. There's not even – you don't even think about it. It's Christian McCaffrey is JT's star player. His bust of the week is Joe Mixon. Oh. I don't care what anyone says. Joe Mixon is going to – again, Joe Mixon will be cheeks this year. <laughs> uh, plays a solid – Vikings defensive scheme, uh, and I know you won't admit it, or uh, I know you won't give any credence to it, but there is reports, and they came from somewhere, that his foot somewhere. injury is lingering. Hey, I bought into it being not true, so we'll see how that goes. So I have Mixon as his bust. Uh, Babs, what do you get? What do you think about what do you, these busts and uh, players? Well, it's going to be uh, CMC. We yeah. know it's the star. So who do you think his bust is going to be? Noah Fant. Yeah, Brandon probably, Cooks. probably no fan. I mean, I just uh, yeah. he's so wishy washy. Uh, he could score three points. He score twelve points. I think that's the life. You're probably leaning towards the three points. To be honest with you. And then who might he sub? I think he's going to put Melvin Gordon in for Devonta Smith. I mean, Atlanta's defense secondary is terrible. Absolutely terrible. I could see, I could see you leaving Devontae Smith. That's true. With you. That's true. Maybe Brandon Cooks <clears throat> comes out for either a Melvin Gordon or a Marquez Callaway. I could see him playing Callaway for sure. Uh, yeah, just because he's such a homer. Oh. All right, so JT, that is it for him. We are going to now take a break, and we will get back to his opponent, which How much time is Razzy. One cap our who we got a draft so far. Yeah, before we take our break here, uh, you can you can. Try and recap. Your I am I mean, tilting right now. Yeah, Babs, tell us how you. I'm tilting kind of as well. It's and hard. One minute eleven is eleven is really hard. Uh, I was left my the best wide receiver before I could pick my first wide receiver in the third round was yeah, Mike got, Evans. You love Godwin. You and got Godwin. I think Just Godwin, say your guys' two teams. We have thirty seconds. I got Godwin. I got Cooper. I got uh, Josh, Allen. Josh Allen and Chubb. Chubb. Not terrible. No. I've got Kelsey, Najee Harris, Keenan Allen, and Mike Evans. It would help if I didn't have 30 players picked between my – Yeah, my that's tough. I, that spot is tough. All right, uh, we will be right back, and we will get into Razzie's team on his matchup with JT this week. I'm tripping. Two chains. Zip and a double cup by the legendary Juicy J there. Throwing it back to the Ming Street Beats. Um, we were talking JT and Razzie's matchup. Um, and 
and we went through JT. We have uh, JT's star player is CMC, his bust as Mixon. Bab said maybe Noah Fant. And uh, I thought maybe he might sub uh, Melvin Gordon in for one of these guys at the bottom of his lineup. And then we were moving on to uh, Rasmussen. And uh, Razzie's player of the week. Uh, before I tell you mine, what do you guys what do you guys think of Razzie's player of the week? Um, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna play it safe, I think, and I'm gonna do Aaron Jones. No, 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 against your voice. That's why you said it against the Saints. You guys heard it. You heard it. No, I changed my mind. Let's go. I'm gonna go Cooper Cup against the Bears. I think that's a. I like that pick. All right. Well, we all know what your first pick was. What do you think, Babs? Uh, I mean, Kittle get uh, Kittle versus Detroit looks pretty nice. Um, I will say that's who I picked. Yeah, I picked Kittle against I think, Detroit. I think Kittle is probably gonna get a lot of targets. Yeah, probably touchdown so too. too. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think there's a player on Detroit's defense that can tackle George Kittle. Yeah. Uh, so George Kittle, JT said Aaron Jones. Um, oh, how sweet that would be too, because he's playing against you in fantasy. That would be so funny. Uh, his bust of the week. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, I do honestly, truthfully believe. That if he starts this guy, who he may not, I honestly, he, he they're saying he could be game time decision, uh, and that's never good. And that is uh, Mr. Quads himself, Saquon Barkley. Uh, um, they're saying possible game time decision. He's got a questionable mark on him right now. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's got a questionable mark on him, and um, honestly. If he does play, like everyone's saying, he's going to be on a pitch count, maybe uh, 10, 15 carries. Uh, I, I don't think Saquon is going to be very effective this week. I honestly don't. Everything that you've seen has said he might not play till week three or four. Now they're saying, okay, he might play week one, but if he does, it's going to be limited. So I don't see any world where, with all this reporting come out, best case scenario is that he's splitting carries week one. I do not see a a, a, a place where Saquon is scoring, you know, 20 fantasy points. I don't see it. I honestly I, don't. I think Saquon is, is not to, like, kick a dog while it's down. It's definitely the easy pick. It um, is. Sure, I'll give you that. The, I mean, uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be I, – I would pick Saquon as well if I just had to give you a straight-up answer. But if it wasn't him, I would say Miles Sanders. Yeah, you hate Miles Sanders. <laughs> After two years of loving Miles Sanders, you finally hate Miles he's Sanders. He's not a bad running back. Let me put that on record. He is a bad back. running back. He is a bad running he's back. He's not bad. Yes, he is. He's bad. He's bad. The, the Gainwell dude is going to get looks this year. Boston Scott's going to get looks. That doesn't mean he's a bad running back. It just means he's got – well, he, he – you know what? He did develop some stone hands. He's so. not a good running back. He's just not. Uh, so, yeah, I think Saquon is his bust. JT agrees that's his bust. We think Kittle is his star. Uh, and who does he sub out? You know, I was looking, and I think that uh, he's got Juju on his bench. I don't know who he'd put him in for, though. I mean, honestly, Miles Sanders. I, honestly, I think Juju has a decent shot at outscoring Miles Sanders this year. But, um, you know. Starting running back is Sanders versus the Juju, which is like the third receiver. So he'll probably leave everybody in there that he's got right now. Um, and who gets the W? Now this one. I looked at this one over and over, and I know you guys are going to think that I'm just saying it because he's my co-host, but I think JT is going to win. 
And I'll tell you why. It's strictly because between Josh Allen and McCaffrey and Tyreek, I, I think JT is going to be up close to 90 points with three players. And then after that, he has six players left that he just needs like 40 points from to win this matchup. And I think that's going to be easily doable. He's got another quarterback still to go. Matt Stafford will probably have 20 points. Uh, and then he's got Joe Mixon to go. I think he'll have at least 10. Robert Woods, at least 10. I, I think JT wins this matchup, if nothing else, because of Razzie likely leaving Saquon in his matchup, even if it comes down uh, that he's playing and he's probably going to be on a pitch count. Razzie really has no choice but to play him. Um, so I, I think that JT wins this matchup. That's my upset pick of the week is – JT beating Razzie. I appreciate the vote of confidence. Um, we will. No, I think I think you're right. I think JT wins. Um, because I mean, honestly, if Saquon's healthy and Saquon's getting the full uh, carries here, sure, I, I I think that I would probably go with with Razzie. And both his wide receivers, Razzie's wide receivers, play tough defenses, so I think that's. Taken into account. Yep. Um, all right. So next we will move on to this is a fun one here. Uh, Gurky versus Slick. Uh, Slick has a literally a dark horse as his uh, logo on ESPN. He really thinks he's going to shake up the league this year. Um, so before we get into that, I guess we will just go into it now. I will just say that. This is the biggest discrepancy as far as the uh, projections go. ESPN thinks that Gerke is going to uh, beat Chris by 20 points. That's a man. I'll tell you what. Anytime you see a 20 point projection difference, ESPN rarely does that, and so they obviously really do believe that Gerke is going to win this one handedly. Um, Gerke's player of the week again. I mean, similar to. Uh, to JT with CMC being his player of the week. I, I Dalvin Cook it plays against the Bengals. I mean, you don't have to think too hard about that one. You know, he's one of the top three running backs playing a terrible defense. Right. Uh, and they feed, feed, feed him. So I, I, I think Dalvin Cook, do you guys see anything different for Gurky's player of the week here? No. Dalvin no, Cook's going to have 125 and two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, I so. think so too. I think Dalvin Cook has 30 fantasy points. Um, and then for Slick. Man, this one's tough. I, I picked a quarterback of his because they do play Arizona's week uh, secondary. Um, I picked Tannehill to have a good week. You know, this is. I think it's going to be kind of. Uh, he's going to be wanting to showcase if Julio plays. He's going to be wanting to showcase Julio, AJ Brown. Uh, I don't know. I think it'll be a higher scoring game. So I think Derrick Henry will do fine. But I think that there'll be a lot of passing in this game, and I think Tannehill is going to benefit. Um, so I have Tannehill as slicks. Uh, star of the week. Oh, um, Christ. Um, yeah, because Eckler against Washington defense, Swift, who knows what's going on. Diggs against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would agree. I would lot, agree. There's still a lot of red on Slick's team. There is there's a, a lot, lot, of, a lot of questionable so and suspended. And even like Swift, who isn't technically even designated as uh, questionable or anything anymore. There still is questions about him from the whole groin thing. I mean, and they have Jamal Williams, who, you know, I don't think they'll be shy about throwing him in there quite a bit if there is any concern with Swift. So uh, for Chris's busts, I, I have both his running backs tied as his busts. So honestly, like Eckler against 
again, the Washington defense, a great defense, especially the front, the linebacker. Washington's defense is fantastic. Um, that's a tough matchup for Eckler. And then Swift, again, we don't know, like, if he's 100% like, healthy. Yeah. And even for this, he plays the 49ers. He's got right. both. I mean, they have that also fantastic defense. So a yep. uh, tough matchup for Chris on the running backs. He just drew a very hard uh, first week matchup here and then all of his injuries and stuff. Uh, anything can happen. It's fantasy football. The week's not over. Um, nobody is even throwing a ball yet. So uh, it could go either way. But I am in agreement here with uh, with the SPN. I I think that Gerke's going to win this matchup. Uh, as far as a sub goes, uh, he might throw in uh, – Gerke might throw Higby in for Tunyon. Yeah. Well, he drafted Higby. Right. Uh, and then he picked – uh, Tunyon off of waivers. So right. I can see that. Right. So I think he might throw – and the, the footballers have been talking Higby up for so long that I think Gerke's going to probably end up just strictly off of that throwing in uh, Higby for Tunyon. And then for Chris, boy, he just doesn't have the luxury of having anyone on his bench it, to throw in. Honestly. It's going to be Jamal if – If, if if anything, it, it'll be Jamal going in if if Swift is not 100%. But, yeah, that uh, right now they don't even have Swift as questionable. So – I doubt that they're going to – it doesn't sound like he's game-time decision or anything. Uh, so, yeah, Chris's bench is just decimated by injury, man. I, I feel for the guy. But, yeah, he just does not have a lot of options, really. He really does not. Uh, he definitely needs Fuller to come back. I guess Chark's going to be okay. It sounds like he'll play. But, uh, again, I, I don't think he's subbing anyone in. And I think Gerke wins this matchup, although Chris – he says he's the dark horse. You never like again. Anyone can win any given Sunday here. So, uh, but I personally, if I had to bet, would say Gerke uh, does take this one. So uh, we will move on now to our final matchup, which is me versus Babs. And uh, it's hard to uh, it's hard to rate yourself. It is hard <laughs> because you get these guys that you build up in your own head. You think you're going to be better. Um, and so it, it really is hard to grade yourself. I will say that uh, I'll, I'll do Babs's first. I'll say who I think Babs's start of the week is his star of the week. Uh, it's, it's going to be Lamar uh, playing against the Raiders. Uh, I have no doubt that Lamar will uh, rush for two touchdowns and maybe throw for one and probably go for a hundred yards. Uh, the Raiders are a very bad football team. Uh, I think that they won't win more than four or five games this year. Um, and even their own city has them as like a five, six win team Vegas odds. I mean, they're going to be bad. Uh, yeah, I think Lamar goes off. I think Lamar scores 35, maybe 40 fantasy points for Babs. That's going to be tough to overcome. And then Babs is bust. Um, strictly because I don't believe in him, and that is Janu uh, against Miami. Miami, very good secondary. Uh, yeah. They will be all over Janu. Xavier Howard, which, I mean, he'll probably be on Jacoby Myers. But at any rate, I my bus is Chris Godwin just because I – it's a three-headed monster. There. Well, he just he popped up on the injury report with a. Uh, it's not even, but it's not even that. It's a three-headed monster there. They have three great receivers. Listen, all in their own right, they're all great receivers. Do I think Chris Godwin is a great receiver? I do think he's a great receiver, but he's in a share, and it's just going to be a matter of if that is this his game where he gets the share. I don't know, and I think that would be the bust. Sure, 
that very possible. Um, I think that as far as Babs's possible substitutions go, uh, I think he might depend. He's going to have to watch Julio's status. I mean, again, right now, nothing saying for sure that he's going to miss any time this week, but man, I swear every single fucking week last year, it was like this. And then it would be the final injury report before game time. And it'd be like, Oh, Julio's not playing today. So he'll have to obviously keep an eye on that. And if he doesn't play Julio, I think he'll throw either, uh, Kareem Hunt or Debo in there. And uh, so now uh, that's Babs's team. Uh, his star is Lamar. His bust is either Goblin or Janu. And then we'll move on to my team. Um, again, hard to evaluate yourself, but I tried to be as realistic as I could. So before I say who I think my star is going to be, uh, JT, why don't you tell me who you think my uh, my star might be this week? I'm torn between two running backs, but I'm going to go ahead and say uh, your flex Raheem Moster is going to set Detroit on fire. Uh, I would say that is going to be your Yeah, I your think stud. that's what I was going to say. Mostert is, yeah, he's going to have probably over 100 yards and a touchdown. Maybe 150 total yards they give him a long pass but i think you know it's that's gonna be the only game you get with him. <laughs> yeah it very well me he probably might go down to a season-ending injury this week but i also picked the same player i i really am excited about Raheem Mostert this week against uh the uh the the lions um uh, so assuming Mostert stays healthy you know i i don't think that 100 yards and a touchdown is out of the question for him which out of my flex spot you know i'll take it um so I think we're all, hey, we're all actually in agreement. And But this one might be not in agreement, and that is who do you guys think that my bust player of the week is this year? This year, this week. Ooh. Uh, I, don't, I think the easy, the easy one to say is probably one of your running backs just because of the offensive line and the defensive line that they're facing. So either Zeke or Najee. Well, who do you got? I'd say Zeke. I mean, Zach Martin's out. I mean, I feel like they're going to be wanting to feed Zeke the ball, and he's just not going to get very much going with that defense. So They have a very good run defense, So and they have a busted-up offensive line, like you said. Mine is going to be, from experience here, Doss, and I'm going to say have fun with Matt Ryan this year because uh, <laughs> yeah. I think Matt Ryan is going to be your bust. I love he, – he will sling it, but his offensive line will kill drives. And Ridley can still pop off, but it doesn't mean a whole lot for Matt Ryan, even though he slings – I think he's a good quarterback. I really do think he's a great quarterback. And I liked him as a player. I like him as a player, but, man, it sucks seeing him. Now, garbage time can save you some weeks, but, man, he'll, he'll put up 30 or he'll put up 12. So I know you got some people on the on the old uh, bench that you might swap out. I guess if I'm going to say if you might swap someone out because we've been talking about that, that would be where I would say you might put Jameis in. But this is week one, unproven. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Uh, I was on the same page as Babs with the running backs. Uh, I know Zeke's going to have a tough matchup. Uh, but I picked for myself as my bust of the week is Najee Harris. Uh, first game in the NFL. Uh, it comes against the Buffalo Bills in, in Buffalo. Um, and I think Big Ben is going to be wanting to prove some haters wrong by throwing the ball a shitload the first game. 
I honestly think Najee could be in for like mm, like 10 or 12 fantasy points. And I'm, honestly, I'm a little worried because I think Zeke might be kind of in the same scenario. I'm really hoping that the Cowboys end up in uh, the red zone enough times to let Zeke punch it in. Um, but yeah, I, I chose Najee as uh, my bust of the week. So uh, not feeling too great about my running backs. And uh, to JT's point, saying Matt Ryan, good luck. I, I understand Matt Ryan's not a flashy player. I don't need him to be. I need him to be like a consistent, like middle of the road quarterback. And I'm not even going to start him this week. I am going to be subbing uh, LASIK Jameis in as my second quarterback. Um, so there you have it. Uh, and as far as who I think is going to win the matchup, I think Babs is going to win the matchup. I, again, I, oh, I do. I, it wow. sucks. It sucks oh. to say, look, Hey, it sucks to say, but I just don't like my running backs matchups at all. He's got Derrick Henry against uh, Arizona. He's got Lamar playing a bad team. He's got Clyde, who I think is going to have a ton of points. Uh, I think Amari has a big night. Goblin's a question mark. John is a question mark. Uh, and then Gus, I, you know. I, I want to say that this might be my personal game of the week because you got two stud quarterbacks. You've got – two stud running backs and then you've got the rookie and then CEH coming in and then Amari who's a wide receiver one Deontay Johnson's a wide receiver one I honestly think this is almost pretty evenly I think Julio uh downgrades Babs a hair against Raheem Mostert and Judy I mean Gus Edwards I mean if Lamar's rushing for him I mean Gus Edwards is going to get his well look hey I I I don't necessarily think it's going to be a blowout I think Babs wins by I think Babs wins by single digits this might be my game of the week as far as like well I'll tell you that for me I think my only hope is a Robbie Anderson boom week and he you know him and Sam are they're right they're teaming up against their old team I honestly I'm I you know and, and it's not a good feeling to have your week hinge on Robbie Anderson booming but I honestly think that that's what my uh, week is hinging on here. So uh, I do think Babs wins it. Unfortunately, I just don't have enough firepower to get it done this week. Unless, hey, maybe Jameis has another uh, five touchdown, five interception game. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's it for me. So uh, I said we were going to talk about it's the lowest scoring team of the week. I think ESPN's right on this one. I just don't. Slick. Uh, yeah. yeah I just. You know, I think Slick not only has kind of a weird team, but I think that he just has a uh, a pretty tough matchup for all of his players. Uh, again, his running backs play tough defenses. His uh, even you know if Steph Diggs is against the Steelers. Uh, yeah, I just mm, he's got Chase Edmonds starting in there. I, I you know I think Chris has a tough matchup this week. I think that. Uh, he's our lowest scoring player in the league this week. Uh, highest scoring player in the league this week is projected to be Kyle Gerke. Um And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't want to just agree with ESPN for the sake of agreeing with ESPN, but it was hard for me to find someone that I would put higher. Uh, I will say, who did I give consideration to? Um, I thought maybe you know what I I I can't even say Sam because I think his quarterbacks are going to be so uh, low scoring this week. Definitely not Neebs. Um, Razzy, if Razzy had Saquon at a hundred percent this week, it could have been Razzy. Um, and yeah, I I just uh, man I yeah I think Gerky I think Gerky is the highest scoring team. I think Gerky I, I think. 
I don't know. I like to – I came up with a little nickname with for Gurky's team. Uh-oh, let's hear it. I call him, like, the Wendy's team, right, the super stack. He's got the three stacks. Oh, the, the triple stack. <laughs> uh, just like any – just like any, uh, any Sir, fast food. Yeah. Just like any fast food, it, it sometimes it hits and sometimes it's it's a miss. And I think uh, I think it, it plays all right. Maybe not to the way we wants this week, but still enough to beat Chris. I think JT has a shot being the uh, the top. Yeah, you know what? I, I will say I thought that uh, JT was up there uh, pretty high this week too, just because. Uh, I, I, again, like I said, I think he's going to have three guys combined for a total of ninety, and then he's just going to have his remaining six guys to do whatever they can. So, if you get ninety points out of three players, you're looking pretty good. Uh, so I will still, I still think Gerke's going to have the highest score, uh, and then JT maybe has a shot to uh, to. Uh, to overthrow him, but uh, to the point of Gurky's super stack, it is always risky when you do that, you know, because guess what? One of the teams that he's got to super stack on comes out bad on Thursday. The Thursday night game is always weird. Yeah. The first Thursday night game is always weird, and who knows? It could come out that, uh, you know, it's a, it could be a fucking 10 to 7 final score, and if that's the case, Gurky is absolutely fucked. Oh, yeah. His whole. <laughs> He hinged a lot on his week one. Um, you know, obviously the super sack seems enticing, but who knew week one that that would be? Oh, not to mention, it is supposed to be very bad weather in uh, Tampa Bay. That's right. It's supposed oh, to be very, very bad weather. We haven't hurricane. even talked about that. It is supposed to be very bad weather in Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, it which is. sucks because uh, New Orleans, you know, running from a hurricane, from a hurricane weather, chooses Jacksonville, which is in the path of whatever this. Well, did you hear why they chose Jacksonville? Not just because of the fans' proximity. It I was, thought I did, but what? it was Aaron Rodgers' record in Jacksonville. It's the worst record he has of any stadium in the league. He doesn't like it hot. I like he, he's uh, three and four all time in Jacksonville, like, which is crazy to think about. I like how bad those teams have been, and Aaron Rodgers is three and four against them. He's used to that cold weather, man, I, I, and that dry cold weather. When, when he comes down to the mud, to that fucking that fucking wet heat, man, he's going fucking uh, the swamp. The swamp, man. We're fucking in the mud. Do you know who does? Love the Florida weather. Shamise Winston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that dude, get, get him some crabs. You're good. He's probably already got crabs, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, no, there you have it. Uh, very interesting matchups. We are very pumped. Uh, and I am so looking forward, man. We are we are two, not even two days away from the first matchup, which is whatever, which I don't have anyone playing. I don't think anyone – uh, you've got Amari Cooper playing Babs. Um, and that's Godwin as well. Oh, and Godwin. If I don't switch him out. Might as well. Not, I've got Zeke. Might as well not be playing. And yes, Doss, you've got your RB one rolling. Um, so. Zeke's my RB two. <laughs> yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of action going Thursday night. Oh yeah, Thursday night a lot of a lot of uh, irons in the fire. Uh, who is going to make it to Troy's house on Sunday? I definitely will be. I'll bring a flight of. Wings. I'll oh have a yes. Wings. I'll smoke them over there, so they're fresh. How long does it take to make some wings? Uh, in an hour and a half. Yeah, Very they're nice. not bad. No. Very nice. Uh, I plan on getting there probably around eleven. Yeah, I'll bring my little Weber. I'll probably be there about eleven. Yeah, I will too. I'll be there at eleven. That way, we're eating by halftime of the first game. I like be it. Nice. We'll have some finger foods. I'm going to do some finger foods. I think uh, maybe a dessert or something. Uh, JT's going to Troy's. I'm going to Troy's. Babs going to Troy's. Slick, I believe, said he was going to be there. Razzie, uh, Razzie said he'd be there. 
uh, Sam, I think, will be there. Um, big, uh, going to be a big turn. I think even like Stotler might be there. So uh, going to be a big first week at Troy's. It always is. If you are listening to this and not already planning on making it out, there is going to be quite a smorgasbord. Uh, I will be getting there a little bit early to start food prep and stuff. And also uh, might have a little uh, yard game that we might be able to get in uh, if there is time. But other than that, I think it's that's going to be gonna... perfect weather. Oh, dude, the weather's going to be, like be real nice. 82, sunny. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, man, with the leaves going and the Dixie Pup. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm very excited for Troy's. Everyone is excited for Thursday night. Um, and other than that, oh, uh, before we go, we've got a couple minutes left. Let's hear uh, who – I don't necessarily want to hear all your guys' best ball lineups. Who has the worst team, you think, so far in the best ball? I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. I will nominate myself okay. uh, just because I don't know – I haven't looked up the other teams, but I went pretty early on Josh Allen. Probably should have picked up a wide receiver there, and my running backs are struggling. I feel like Neves right now. I have Nick Chubb, Damian Harris, and Michael Carter. Man, am I going to take oh, the yeah. The best ball, he's supposed to be good, supposedly, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I panicked there. I should have took Pollard, but I took Will Fuller. He's a boom-bust guy. I have two running backs. As of now, so uh, and we are only—we're not even halfway through uh, the the draft. Forty-five have, minutes yeah. in, I have so, two running backs. And I have—I uh, waited entirely too long on quarterbacks, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I—I was—I was opting for the zero RB, um, the old zero RB, because this is a fun league to me. I think this is just some fun I wanted to try, and so I really wanted to try the zero RB. Um, if I should have learned from our draft. Uh, out in Louisville for our actual home league that like people value wide receivers a lot more than they do running backs um, in our league, especially because in a lot of other leagues, I feel like people get away with a lot better receivers, but I like Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson is my three. Jerry Judy is my four. Um, I got Kelsey and Najee Harris is my one. So uh, I have a question before we go. We've got a couple minutes. Babs, do you have a comment on Lev Bell being signed by the Ravens? Yeah, I'm not worried at all. First of all, he's on the practice squad. He'll be there for two weeks. If if he is if he isn't there for two weeks, he'll be there for a week. I am not concerned at all. And then he'll be on the main team, right? He'll be he'll be on the team, but they have a they have Gus Edwards, who they're extremely comfortable with. They're they like or um, they like their backup. What, what's his name? Uh, nope. J- Williams, something Williams. Uh, it's Tyson. Tyson Williams. Yeah, they love him. I, I mean, I, he was gonna be over Justice Hill anyway before Justice Hill ripped his Achilles out. So, um, (laughs) ripped it out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super concerned about it. To be honest with you, as my third running back, no, I'm not concerned. Okay, well, we also have Lat Murray being released. He's going to sign somewhere. I'll also say this: Razzie's already on auto pick. So he's fucked. Um, I think Lat Murray goes to like some somebody like the Giants or um, maybe even. Does he go back home to Minnesota? <sighs> Madison, I guess, is good enough. Yeah. Now nah, the speculation is um, he can go to Houston. I mean, yeah, Houston with, needs with everyone else. Well, I mean, but who else? I mean, they they, they be, have so many. He'd at least be in second right after. 
they had to have cut somebody. No, they haven't at running back, at least not to my knowledge. Um, people it, are saying possibly Atlanta. Shit, Atlanta too, yeah. Yeah, people are saying possibly. It looks like most people are saying Atlanta or uh, yeah, it looks. Oh, Bears. People are saying possibly the Bears. Bears makes sense too for a pounder. Um, and um, Damian Williams is banged up right now. So. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, speculation, of course. Uh, all right, well, that is going to do it for us. We got like a less than a minute left. Thanks for coming down tonight, Babs. Uh, we got through this quicker than I thought we would. Thanks for our sponsorship from Anonymous. And uh, I don't have any, I, I guess just uh, ready yourselves for the first week of battle. I can't wait. Um, and I will see everyone at Troy's if I don't before then. Other than that, uh, barbecue contest in Gardner this weekend if you can make it out. Uh, and I am going to sign off and leave it to these other two. And in Le- Lexington, barbecue coming oh, the out Lexington, in a couple, it's couple in weeks. October 1st in Lexington. Yep. Yeah. And then other than that, uh, this is your last chance to get your guys, get those trades in. Um, if you think there's someone on, out there that you want to get, it's time to make some good offers. That's all I got. All right. Bye, Babs. See you.